Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Last night we learned the first principle that is to put first things first. If you put first things first, you have the right to ask from God. Our God is a God of covenant. We make a deal with God. We sign a contract with God. And in any contract, there are two sides of responsibility. The first person say, I will do this. And the second person who signed the contract say, I will do this for you when you fulfill your commitment. In the same way, when we do our part, God going to do his part. Last night, we learned that when we put first things first, we put God first, we love God with all our heart, we have no other gods before him, we love him the most, we serve him, we seek his kingdom first, he comes first in our life. Then we have the right to ask him for anything that is not unbiblical. And today, we're going to talk about the second key. After we put God first, next one is to pray. We pray. Praying is God's will. After we praise Him and worship Him and live for Him, we have the right and privilege to pray. Pray is the way or the path that God has provided for believers in order to reach to heaven and say, God, I need this in my life. I need your help. And when we pray, we reach up to heaven and God will make things from heaven happen in our life and on this planet earth. Therefore, God's will is to pray. As believers, we don't just think about something. We don't just wonder what's going on. Sometimes we just keep thinking and wonder and complain and talk about it day and night. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to pray. I just want to move the hand of God. I want heaven to be open over my life and my church and my family. Therefore, instead of thinking, wondering, talking, I would spend time praying. In our life, since we were young, I believe that many of you agree with me that one of the most important things in our life when we are growing up from little kids into teenager into young adult, one of the most important things that we pray about is to find out what college we want to go, what kind of subject we want to learn in the college, what kind of job we're going to do, what kind of degree we want to have. I believe many of you are going through that, and some of you have gone through that already. What school, what kind of profession, what subject you want to learn. Some of you like to be IT. Some of you would like to work as a nurse or as a doctor or as a teacher. There's nothing wrong about thinking about that, praying about that, and making that important decision in your life. But I want to tell you one thing. One of the most important things in your life as believers is to learn about how to pray effectively. Because you can use that principle, whether you are a doctor, nurse, or teacher, or businessman, everyone should learn how to pray effectively. I taught a big lesson, I don't know how many lessons, all of them, 
Many years ago, the sermon series called "Touching Heaven, Changing Earth." Actually, the whole series is about how to pray effectively. The principle of prayer I taught in detail many years ago, and I hope that you get into internet, the YouTube, and type in in the New Hope International Church YouTube. Touching heaven and changing earth, and you can listen to the whole series. We need to learn how to pray, but today I would like to talk about one of the principles of praying: to have a breakthrough, not to die, but to live, to fight against incurable disease or cancer or very impossible situation of your finances or your marriage or anything. How you gonna get life in? And kick death out of your life. I remember the story of Saul of Tarsus. Saul of Tarsus was on the road to Damascus. While he was on the road, the Lord Jesus showed up. The light from heaven shone on him. He fell under the power. He was touched by the fire of God. And after that, he repented and gave his life to Jesus. He was a born again Christian. What happened after that? The Bible talk about another man. His name is Ananias. Let's look at Acts chapter nine, verse eleven. So the Lord said to him, Ananias, arise and go to the street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. You may argue with me. Wow, Ananias is going to go to Saul anyway, whether Saul is praying or not. My brother and sister, I believe with all my heart that the reason God sent Ananias to lay hand on Saul of Tarsus, and he got healed from blindness and also filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues, because Saul was praying. He was praying, and God listened from heaven and say, "Okay, I answer you." Therefore, he talked to Ananias and sent Ananias to him. The Lord answered his prayer. It's so important to pray—a big prayer, big, big, bold prayer. Pray for the impossible, my brother and sister. Our church need to pray more. And I want to tell you, the church can keep going not because of the Sunday attendance. The church keep going. Because somebody pray on Tuesday, somebody come in the morning on Sunday and pray and ask for the presence of God. The church keep growing, and the love of God keep abounding because somebody pray on Saturday morning and come and pray together. Somebody has been praying for all of us and pray for the pastor and for the church. The church keep going because a group of people. Spend that time, sacrifice that time to pray for the kingdom of God. Praying is so important. Therefore, I would like to encourage all of you to pray every day, not just five minutes. Pray for a long time. You should join the prayer group. Our church has so many prayer group, online prayer group. I know the Thai service have pray meeting every night online. They pray and pray together. That's why all of us in this church has been saved from COVID-19, and no one died of COVID. God saved all of us because somebody praying for us every night, and we have Saturday morning prayer. People come and pray together. 
You may say, Pastor, I'm too busy. I have a lot of things to do. Then cut something off. No excuses. Cut something off and spend more time in prayer together. Amen. <laughs> Maybe cut some TV program off. Some internet, something in your phone. Nowadays, everywhere you go, you notice one thing in the airport or in the restaurant, sit together in the table. No one talk to each other. Everyone have a phone. Like this all the time, mm, up and down. And I notice that young people nowadays, they grab the phone with two hands and they type so fast. I have to type like this myself. I'm the old generation. <laughs> I use one finger, but young people just so fast. They spend so much time on the phone, spend so much time on the media, but they don't have time to pray. Cut something off and start to pray more. You saved your life. You saved your children. You saved your parents' life from dying, from sickness, and from problem, from accident, because you're praying. I read a story of a church in Cleveland, Tennessee. That church, many members came in the morning, into the field in the morning, and prayed for one hour for the church, for the Sunday service, for many, many weeks, because of these people pray. When the worship team start to sing, the glory of the Lord came down. Non-believers could not sit on the chair. They ran to the front even before preaching and just on the ground and gave their life to Jesus Christ because the presence of God was so strong for many weeks. So the pastor did not have to preach for five to six weeks because a group of people came to pray on Sunday morning before the service. Should we do that? Should we spend time more praying? You're going to get more results than just trying to use your own ability because you pray to the Lord. If we pray, God will visit us. If we pray, heaven will open over us. When we pray, we're going to see miracles. We're going to see the breakthrough. The impossible thing going to turn around in our midst. The book of 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people who are called by my name, will humble. Praying is about humility. Instead of depending on yourself, your own ability, your own smartness, your own knowledge, your own diploma, you humble yourself and ask God to help you to move his mighty hand for you. Will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. If you want the healing from God, repent of your sin, pray to God, and seek his face, humble yourself before God. Amen? Some of you may have some chronic disease. Some of you may suffer from skin problem, eczema. Some of you may suffer from insomnia and inability to sleep. Some of you, the doctor may give you diagnosis that say you need a big surgery, whatever. But if you pray, God going to answer and God going to heal you and give you a long life. You don't have to die. Amen. I like to read a story in the book of Joshua, chapter 10, verses 12 to 13. On the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, Joshua said to the Lord, 
or he prayed. He prayed to the Lord in the presence of Israel. He prayed out loud. Everybody could hear his prayer request. Oh, son, S-U-N, son, stand still over Gibeon. Oh, moon, over the valley of Al-Shalon. So the sun stood still and the moon stopped till the nation which means the nation of Israel, avenge itself on its enemies. And it is written in the book of Joshua, the sun stopped in the middle of the sky and delayed going down about a full day, about 24 hours. The sun stopped coming down. What happened here? Joshua and the army of Israelites were facing an enemy. And they were fighting and fighting. And it took a long time by in the afternoon. And Joshua knew that if they could not have a complete victory over the enemies, what happened? The enemy going to run away during the dark hour. So Joshua had two ideas. can have two choices. Number one, what a big deal. Let them run away. Tonight and tomorrow, we're going to fight again. He could have thought that way, but Joshua did not think that way. He said, I'm going to survive. I'm going to have complete victory. So I need more sunlight. The sunlight has to go on. So what did he say? Sun, stand still. Moon, stand still. Don't get into the night yet. I need more daylight to complete my job, to get rid of my enemies completely. So he prayed very bold prayer. He asked for big miracles. He prayed and he asked. And what happened? The sun stopped coming down and the moon stopped coming up. And eventually he had a complete victory that day. Wow, this is an interesting story. After a bold prayer like that, God have the favor on Joshua because he moved by faith. He was a man of faith. My brother and sister, before you pray to God, you need to tell yourself, remind yourself, God loved me so much. He sent Jesus Christ to die for me. He paid a price for me. My God is a merciful and gracious God. If he did not spare his own son, he would not spare anything for me. And I know his favor is upon my life. And he will hear my prayer. I seek his face. I humble myself before him. Therefore, he will do what I ask because I seek the kingdom of God first. The problem in my life have to be gone. Even though, the devil whispered to me that this is impossible. Even though the medical report say it's impossible to get healed. It's impossible you're going to live a long life. You have only a few months to live. Even though the economy gets bad. I heard the story from Thailand all the time because we have so many churches in Thailand. Right now, the economy in Thailand is very bad. People got COVID about 22,000 a day. People died, dropped dead on the street. Some people took 
video for me and show me people just shaking on the street and die because they don't have any money to go to the hospital. Hospital have no bed. But all these believers under our care in Thailand pray and pray, and they did not get too much problem of sickness, and also many of them still okay financially because God answered their prayer. My brother and sister, are you willing? Do you dare to do something like Joshua? Do you dare ask God, God, I need a big miracle here. Answer me, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe you're being struggling with something and you cannot overcome it by your own strength. And you lift up your eyes to God and say, God, I believe you can fix this problem for me. Miracles should happen to me. I can reach my highest potential. I can get to the finish line. I can have the fulfillment of my destiny. My calling shall be fulfilled. I'm going to pray to you boldly right now. Everyone say, bold prayer. Everyone say, ask big. Big prayer. Not a small one. Amen. Mark chapter 11, 23 to 24. The Bible says, For actually I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, mountain look impossible to move. Is that right? Even a tractor cannot move a mountain. Only the hand of God can move the mountain. Be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever. I like that, whatever, a blank check. Somebody sign a name on the blank check and I can write the number down. Anything I want, blank check. Whatever, whatever, he says, wow, this is a bold prayer. Give me a blank check. Okay, who is rich in this room? <laughs> who is rich? Yoki, give me a blank check with your signature on. Is that a bold request? <laughs> it's a bold request. Give me a blank check with your signature on. I'm going to put the number in there. So you ask God for big things. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Wow, this is a promise of God. When you believe, when you ask the mountain in your life, financial situation, family problem, your kids run away, they got off course, they did not want to follow God anymore, or you may have some chronic sickness that you say, oh, how this going to go away from my life? Or you may be diagnosed with incurable disease that's going to kill you one day. And you say, God, I believe nothing is impossible with you. I'm going to ask for the big things. Amen? I remember when I got attacked. I make a mistake, actually. That's why I got attacked. I'm going to teach this lesson in the near future. Um, Many years ago, I made a mistake. I went to Japan, and I bowed the principalities in Japan. In other words, I challenged the principality and authorities in the second heaven, which you should not do. 
Don't do it. I'm going to come up with a lesson to teach all of you that you can deal with only demons. Don't deal with Satan. Don't deal with the fallen angels. It's not our job to deal with fallen angels and principality in the second heaven. There are three heavens. First heaven here, second heaven where the devil and the principalities are. And the third heaven, that is the real heaven where God is on the throne. So I make a mistake and I dealt with all those principalities. So I got attacked right away. I came up with a bad skin allergy and inflammation spread all over my body. I have to take high doses of prednisone, so painful in my hand. Can you imagine I'm a neurosurgeon? I have to use my hand to snap on the equipment. Every time I squeeze on the equipment, it hurts. And oh, so hard to perform surgery. I was even thinking about getting out of my job because I cannot do it. The whole back full of boy, my body full of skin problem, inflammation. But at that time, I did not understand that and make a big mistake to challenge Satan myself. But eventually, God showed me and I repented. Actually, this is not the first case. Many cases happened. I went to Germany one time. A young lady, maybe about 22 years old, she went to India and she marched in the street in India and keep biding the principalities and Satan in India. She came back and she became crazy. She could not go back to school anymore and she was in mental problem. So sad. So I'm going to preach about this message one of these days. Don't get involved in unnecessary casualty. Okay, so I make mistake to myself. But I pray, God, I have been taking this prednisone. My face puffs up because prednisone makes you swelling up. So I keep taking prednisone. If I stop, boom, come back again. And I became sick because of the prednisone too. But I keep praying and asking God, this mountain must be removed. This mountain must be removed. I repent of my sin. And eventually, one night, I went to bed. I woke up the next morning, completely gone. In one night. He took it away. Overnight, after suffering for five years. But I learned the lesson. I should obey God. I should not do anything out of my own intellect. I need to follow the way of God. I command that mountain, that skin inflammation to go away from my life. I keep fighting and fighting and fighting. You need to understand if I keep taking prednisone, the side effect is that my kidney is going to be in trouble. My bone is going to be soft. And also, it will destroy my gland in the brain. So I should not keep taking. But if I don't take, I'm suffering. So I have to depend on prednisone. You see, the best answer is God. My healer, not the prednisone, not the doctor. Amen. Luke chapter 18, verse 27. But he said, what is impossible with men is possible with God. Everyone say, Everything is possible with God. Do you think that there is anything in your life that God cannot fix? No. God can fix anything, even cancer. 
This morning, I record a voice in the line to send to a pastor in Thailand who was diagnosed with stomach cancer and just had surgery. After surgery, he looked very weak and very sick. So I pray and send that message to him that God can heal you. Nothing is impossible for God. God can give you a long life and he will heal you. So I speak by faith. Luke chapter 1, verse 37, for with God, nothing will be impossible. So when you pray a bold prayer, when you ask for big things, you say, God, nothing is impossible with you. Matthew 17, 20, you don't have enough faith. Them, I tell you the truth. If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to the and it would move, nothing would be impossible. Wow, Jesus said, if you have faith, anything can happen. The key is, number one, seek the kingdom of God first so that you have the right to ask. Two, build your faith and don't keep your mouth shut. Don't just keep complaining, talking about it or wondering about it. Open your mouth and pray and command and ask by faith. The situation look out of the ordinary. Your prayer request is like unscientific, illogical, impossible. Brain of man. Wow, your prayer is weird. Is, this is impossible. Are you crazy? You ask this. I, I'm not crazy. I'm going to ask something that out of ordinary. Because my God is an out of ordinary God. I'm going to ask something big. Amen? Wow, the devil doesn't like me to preach this message. I know that. Because from now on, you're going to see more victory. Amen? Romans chapter 10 verse 17. I'm almost done. Romans 10 17. This is a short hearing and hearing through the how you're going to build your faith. Why? And the video team and the sound team worked so hard for many years to produce so many teachings in the internet, in the podcast, YouTube, or MP3 at our Because I want my by hearing. My job as a pastor, I produce lesson for you to listen. I have done my part. So when I stand before Jesus, I don't have to give any excuses that you didn't do your job. I have done my job. But your job is to feed yourself with the word of God. If you don't feed yourself with the word of God and you face failure and defeat, you cannot blame this church. You cannot blame God because God already commanded me to produce lesson and I did it and you don't listen to it. So you have no faith. You don't even know the will of God is because you don't hear the word of God. I want to encourage all of you, build your faith. So many people send message to me in the YouTube Pastor, this is like from maybe Europe, from Australia, from Japan, from churches, in, from people around the world that they listen to our message.
and they say that, do you know, I thank God so much for New Hope International Church. Since I listen to your message every day, two or three messages a day, my problem is resolved. My sickness is gone. Wow, finances recover. So many miracles happen. And I say, I'm so happy to hear this because you have faith to ask and you see the miracle happen in your life because you do your part to feed your spirit with the word and you have more faith to fight the battle in your life. Amen. So I want to encourage all of you, use the resources that we have in New Hope International Church. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 to 9. How many people want to have more faith? How many people want to have faith that moves the mountain? Amen. I even now still developing my faith. Every single year, my faith grow more. More than last year, more than 10 years ago. We all faith up to the level of Jesus Christ. And how we build faith. Number one, listen or hearing the word of God. The good teaching, good anointed. When the Bible said the word of Christ, the word Christ means anointed. Therefore, make sure listen to the false teaching in the internet. And you make sure that the teaching you listen to any preacher must be in the Bible, not any man's idea. And definitely, it will be nice somebody who is anointed and preach from the Holy Spirit and preach the word. The preaching is under the anointing, not man's brain ability or mental ability, but the anointing speaking to the preacher. And it's in the word of God, not man's idea. And then you're going to have faith. But another way to have more faith, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 to 9. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. Person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, same Spirit, a message of special knowledge. So the first one we call the words of wisdom, the gift of words of wisdom. The second one in New King James Version called Words of knowledge. Now, I want to emphasize verse 9. The same spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else, does one spirit give the gift of healings. When you get laying on of hand, get the Holy Spirit on you. Don't just sit there and think about the movie. Think about your job. You should say, God, Holy Spirit, touch me. Give me more gifts. Give me higher measure of the manifestation of the Spirit of God. The manifestation of healing. The manifestation of word of knowledge. The word of wisdom. The tongues and interpretation. And power and miracle. Ask for more manifestation. The gifts of God. And definitely... One thing you should ask from God, the gifts of faith. I want to have more faith. I never forgot. I got touched by the fire of God first time in Portland, Oregon. I went to a revival meeting. And I was sitting in the back of the room with Pastor Da because the room was so full. I was sitting in the back. No seat in the front. And when the preacher, the evangelist said, 
All pastor and evangelists came here. I prayed for you first. I ran to the front and I was number two. Even American preacher who have longer leg than me <laughs> cannot beat me. I came to the front. The second one, pastor died. The third one, we hold hand together. The first, I never forgot. The first one, it was a woman evangelist. We came and the evangelist lay hand on us. The fire of God touched me. I fell under the power. That was the first time I laughed in the Holy Spirit. I keep laughing and laughing. And when the pastor Dar got up from the floor and looked at me, what happened to my husband here? <laughs> he never laughed like this. He was a serious man. He was a neurosurgeon. He's serious now. He laughed like a baby. And when I got up from the floor, I never forgot. I noticed that the gift of faith was imparting to me. My spirit, my heart, so change. I have faith. Wow, this is supernatural faith. That day, the Spirit of God touched me. And now I understand why laughter. Because when you laugh, you know the Bible says in the book of Psalms, God sit on the throne and laugh. What does it mean? When you come to God with a big problem, He sit on the throne and hear your prayer. It's a piece of cake. <laughs> this is a piece of cake. This cancer <laughs> healed. And the Holy Spirit healed you. <laughs> Laughter. Laughter is a manifestation of victory. Is that right? It's a manifestation of faith and victory. When you see a problem and you say, ha <laughs> Done. So I like laughter. I like to laugh in the spirit. So today when I lay hand on you and you feel a little bit of tickling inside you, don't hold back. No one take video on you to put on the YouTube. Don't worry. No one going to report to the government that you laugh. You will not get a ticket. If you laugh, the police officer will not give you a ticket. Just go ahead and laugh. You know what? This laughter is not the mental. When you see a very fun movie, like some joke movie or hear some joke, you laugh. But that laughter is mental. This is the Holy Spirit laughter. The Holy Spirit on the inside of you gives you faith and you begin to laugh out of the Spirit. So what you need to do is to yield. When he starts to laugh in you, just go ahead and laugh out loud. And I believe you can have more faith by the Spirit touching you. And give you joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord will give you healing. The Bible said the merry heart is like a medicine. Amen. So when I face problem, now when I pray, I don't cry. I stop crying. When I see the big problem, I pray and I laugh. <laughs> God already answered me. Oh, I believe I have victory already. Yes. Amen? Yes. So laugh at the problem. Laugh at the devil. You are defeated. I resist you. We're going to learn that on Sunday. The fourth key, how to fight deadly situation on Sunday morning. You should not miss this or preaching. Very good. But today, in this preaching, we learn about bold prayer. Asking big. Dare to ask big thing. 
like Joshua. Amen. Amen. And pray boldly. Don't be shy. Approach the throne of God and be bold to ask some big thing. When you face anything that you feel that, wow, this is very difficult for me. Pray and ask God to move his hand. Pray by faith. And during the meantime, you remember the Bible say, talk about at an end. <laughs> Somebody showed me, uh, told me the story that in California, she gave some nuts to the squirrel. And she noticed the squirrel went out to dig the underground and put the nuts there. <laughs> and why they store up all this nut? Because they know that the winter time is coming. So they need to have some food for the winter time. The same thing for the ant. The ant store food during summer for the winter time. My brother and sister, for us, winter time is when the pandemic happened. When the economy of the whole world get bad. When you get older to 110 years old. For me, 80 is still young. <laughs> when you get older, maybe when I get 100 years old, I will say 100 years old is still young. When you get older, now some of you still 20, 30 years old. You say, oh, I don't care much about cancer, much sickness. I'm still young. But my brother and sister, one day we're going to get old. And at that time, it's a winter time for you. It's a time you have to fight with arthritis, heart disease, diabetes, or dementia, or anything when you get older. So while you are young now, I recommend you start to store up spiritual food in your heart. You listen to the teaching. You read the Bible. Build your faith. Build your faith. Get lay hand on. Get lay hand on. Get lay hand on. More Holy Spirit. More Holy Spirit. More faith. More faith. More faith. So when the time you turn 100 years old and suddenly you have some back pain because arthritis, you say, ha, 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 this, not a big deal. You go away right now, this back pain, in Jesus' name, gone. <laughs> Amen. Why you are still healthy and doing okay, store up faith. Store up the promises of God in your heart for the rainy day. For the winter time, for the time of your old age, I'm doing that right now because I know I'm getting older. So I need to store up all this faith to fight. Fight for my wife, fight for myself, fight for my members and my kids and my grandkids and great-grandkids. I'm going to keep building faith by listening to the word of faith, the anointed teaching, and get lay hand on get filled with the Holy Spirit all the days of our life. More and more faith. Amen? Amen. So today, when I lay hand on you, we have about half an hour before lunch. We can start lunch late. I'm going to pray for you. And when I lay hand on you this morning, I'm going to pray that the Spirit of God will impart faith into you. This is not man faith. This is not just human faith. This faith of God. The spirit of faith comes on you. And your faith level is going to go to another level. How many people want to increase more? Yes. How many people want to have more money in the bank account? Yes. 
Oh, you raise hand right away. You don't hesitate at all when we talk about money. Money cannot save you from cancer, but faith can. Amen. Faith can save your kids. You can pray for your children, mom. You pray for your children by faith, and you're going to see things turn around. Faith is important. So this morning, when I pray for you, I will ask the Lord to really impart faith into you, the spirit of faith. Your faith is going to go to the next level. And after this service, you dare to pray bold prayer and ask big, big requests. Amen? Don't worry about bothering God. You don't bother God. He loves it. He loves to see his people exercise faith and ask him. That's why he answered Joshua. That's why he answered Saul of Tarsus. That's why he answered Elijah. Elijah. He answered Peter and Paul and Jesus Christ because they pray big one. We need to learn how to pray big prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. How many people say, I open my heart to receive faith today? The faith of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. If you want to do that, let's come to the front and I will pray for you quickly before lunchtime. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ask God. Don't just sit there. Ask God for more faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ask him for more faith. Impartation of the Spirit of God. Let me explain to you quickly. What does it mean, the gift of the Spirit or the manifestation of the Spirit? It means this way. You are the glove. The Spirit of God is the hand. He moves into you and when the hand moves, the glove moves. The, manif- the manifestation of the Spirit means this way. Holy Spirit inside you move in faith through you. It's not you. You are the vessel. You just yield. Let Him fill you and He who is inside you express faith express or demonstrate faith through your heart I notice that when I'm filled with the Holy Spirit and pray by faith I notice miracle happen it's not my faith his faith but I heal I surrender for him to manifest his faith through me this is supernatural amen and we all should yield to this manifestation every Christian can have this kind of gift believe me. doesn't have to be just only Billy Graham or preacher. No, everybody can have this gift of faith. You just ask him and you keep growing in this area. Let him manifest himself through you. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, I pray in Jesus' mighty name that you shall move in and manifest your faith, the spirit of faith in my brothers and sisters. From now on, Lord, they can pray to move the mountains in their life. They can pray the prayer of faith by the manifestation of the Spirit of God. 
we thank you lord thank you lord jesus impossible even before i come to you to lay hand on you you can ask the lord to fill you with you don't need to wait for pastor lao to lay hand on you the presence of god is in this room ask him to fill you If God made you laugh, go ahead and laugh. That's okay. Laugh out loud. Don't hold back. Faith. 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 Supernatural faith.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, a higher level of faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fire! 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 Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, the presence of God. Fill them with the faith of God. Supernatural faith, not human faith. Filled in the name of Jesus. Fire! Filled with the faith of God. Filled! Filled! <laughs> Impartation. Impartation of the Spirit of God. <laughs> Fire! 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 <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Friends. 
Mr. Irwin.